I'm John Kane, and I welcome you to Let's Talk Native on this Tuesday, August 27th. While this program may not provide a path to spiritual enlightenment, we do encourage and, in some cases, start conversations. We don't do prayers, and we don't do Buffalo speeches. We take a tough look at history, oppression, and survival. We talk about culture, the arts, politics, and identity. And we may step on a few toes along the way, but our real goal here is to bring people together by breaking down what separates us. We will take on the false narratives and provide critical thinking to all that is heaped upon us. And we do it all right here from the Cattaraugus Territory of the Seneca Nation. So let's talk native. But first, let me remind people that our audio streams live at www.letstalknative.com. And we stream live video of the show on our Facebook Live or on our Facebook group pages via Facebook Live. Our shows are available as podcasts on your favorite platform right after our show. And we take the video of our show and we post it up on our YouTube channel, which is Let's Talk Native TV. I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can catch uh, a lot of our videos. In fact, I'll, I'll, I'll mention at the top of the show uh, a couple of videos that you should uh, uh, take a look at in particular. But um, let me, again, I'm the host of the Let's Talk Native, and I am assisted in studio by Jake Proud, who is managing our video and our sound. All right, before I get to the main topic, a um, couple of things. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was in town, and of course, the media you know, just fawned all, all over her, and uh, oh, they gave her an honor, honorary degree, uh, like she, um, like an 87-year-old Supreme Court justice, the honorary law degree. Go figure. But uh, anyway, so 
I think people have to be reminded though that for all of the you know for all the liberal darling that people want to make her out to be, she's taken some very conservative and and frankly racist stance when it comes to native issues. And two um, um, rulings in particular come to mind is one that she where she wrote the opinion, which is about the uh, uh, the Oneidas, uh, city of Sheriff versus the United Nation. She actually cites the doctrine of Christian discovery, and if you look at our video on um, Legally Invalid, it's called, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and the Doctrine of Discovery, I encourage you to uh, go to our YouTube channel, Let's Talk Native TV, and look for that video. Um, look, the, the facts are what the facts are, and uh, and I just kind of lay them out in that video. So take a look at that, and it might at least make you hold uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg to task, uh, because not everything she's done is uh, has been great for humanity, and and for all the you know all the raving over her her stance on human rights, and not so much when it comes to native people. The other ruling that she uh, she ruled with the majority on was uh, over um, uh, uh, trademarking racial slurs, which w- was indirectly you know uh, validates the the Washington football team and their use of of a racial slur for their uh, for their team. So. Um, those are two cases that you know that just come to mind, and they're not the only ones, but they're two that come to mind. Another video that's worth taking a look at, since Mark Charles has all of a sudden gotten a bunch of attention because uh, he got to participate in that candidates forum uh, uh, put on by uh, the Native Candidates Forum, anyway, and uh, so he, you know, he's got a lot of coverage on it. But look, I did an interview with Mark Charles. You can find that interview on my uh, YouTube channel as well. And you know, it's, it's funny because one of the comments afterwards suggested that I. I interrupted him, and I had to. I had to respond. I said, "Look, this was an interview. It wasn't a a campaign commercial, and the whole idea is to is to hold him to task and to ask him tough questions and that kind of thing." So, um, look, if you want to listen to to somebody go on and on about you know uh, you know propping themselves up, then you can go to you can watch his videos. But if you want to listen to a candidate, uh, you know, a guy who's throwing his hat into this ring and, and putting himself out there. If you want to hear him being held to task, then listen to my video. So anyway, those are two videos worth checking out. All right. Today, uh, we're going to talk about the throughway because it's all over the news. Uh, I got uh, my uh, my good friend Matt Hill joining me in studio. Um, we've had uh, some experience, uh, you know, going way back. You've Time had some pays. experience with the, with the, with the throughway. And, and recently, I mean, more recently, you and I have had some, some not only some conversations, but some participation in conversations over the throughway. But I, the interesting thing here is, this isn't about most of the time the battle over the throughway is is something that I talk about all the time, which is why should they have unfettered access through our territory to to conduct their commerce um when you know guys like Eric White are getting getting his trucks pulled over by the state that's not the issue here. The issue here is there's about a two and a half almost three mile stretch of uh, of the throughway that crosses Seneca territory, and the state won't fix it and and it's just gone to absolute. Crap! I mean, the the there's chunks of um, of asphalt and, and potholes. They've literally lowered the speed limit from a 65 mile hour speed limit to a, and they've got those yellow signs up warning people to slow down to 45 because of rough road. Now, th- and there was a, a few reasons that this kind of was happening, um, and and a lot of this had, was has directly to do with the, with the fact that the throughway is on an easement that the Seneca's gave to the to the state for and got robbed over they got i think they got seventy thousand dollars for for a right-of-way for an easement now to be clear that land is seneca land they didn't give up the title to land they just gave an easement 
And of course, this was never supposed to be a toll road that was supposed to stay a toll road forever. So the the state's making money off of this road. And and again, their commerce is going through it. And, and so the Senecas have raised issues about this thing. And uh, and so there's been some some tension over the throw anyway. But what's happened recently is that the governor, in his effort to extort gaming revenue out of, uh, out of the Seneca Nation, has now tied his refusal to repair the throughway to the gaming revenue. And it basically said he is not going to fix the throughway until the Senecas, almost like an ultimatum or an extortion kind of thing, you know, uh, we're, I'm not going to fix it through it until the until the Senecas um, pay up uh, on this revenue sharing, and, and so that's he, he's connected to, and he, he's actually gone so far as to say that he doesn't want to give the Senecas an excuse not to make the payments. I didn't understand. No, that it, doesn't, it doesn't make it, there's no understanding. It doesn't make, it make sense. But here's the thing, Matt, and you and I have talked about this. Don't fix the damn throughway. Yep. We don't use it anyway. I mean, you're not hurting us by having that section of the road. Look. If we go to Buffalo, we don't get on the we don't get on the throughway on uh, early. We 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 get on the throughway in, in Angola. From That's an extra what, fifty cents or something yeah, like that. It, it, it costs more. Yeah. You got to drive through a crappy section of the road. But you go to Erie, you get on Silver Creek. And yeah, go the so, other way. so there's a whole section of the throughway that we never use, which is a section that goes through Seneca territory predominantly, and anybody can get off the throughway at at the Angola exit if they're heading uh, west or at the uh, Silver Creek uh, Irving exit if they're if they're heading east or north whatever way you want to look at it I mean you can, you can take Route 20 and in fact my, one of my suggestions is put a two big billboards rent some rent a billboard space and put a billboard at, at the uh, Irving Silver Creek uh, ramp at, or at the Eden Angola ramp and and tell people get off get off the throughway <laughs> get off don't save your car warning hazardous road ahead you know welcome to seneca territory drive through drive through our territory visit our shops that kind of stuff i mean frankly if people got off the throughway that's better for us i mean that's better for business it's better for yeah not to not to mention the fact that the senecas actually have a big piece of property right at the um irving silver creek ex- exit that they that they plan to develop into a gaming site and that kind of thing so you know what let the throughway go to crap and, and in fact i'm not saying let's shut it down i say you know let the road conditions shut it down but here's the thing. Somebody's got to shut up this congressman. Tom Reed. He's running around trying, you know, he's trying to play politics. Make with this an thing. investigation? It's, yeah, he's, he's uh, let's, let's investigate, uh, you know, Governor Cuomo for misappropriation of funds and, you know, all kinds of other stuff. Look, I mean, maybe Reed wants the throwaway open, but as far as we're concerned, we should have no problem with the throwaway going to crap. In fact, you know, there's probably a certain argument you can make at some point that if, 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 because of negligence and dereliction of responsibility for the land that they've been uh, given this easement to, you know, for all this time, that perhaps it's time to say, look, if you're not going to take care of the land, we'll take care of it. I mean, the Senate have but some options. My only concern for that is if, if the bridge does go down and there's, say, a chemical truck or something, that, that'd be something I'd be worried about. Well, and, and you should be worried about that anyway, right? Well, yeah. That, I mean, look. That, that stuff it, traveling through our... Uh, Territory, you know, it, it has happened before, sure. right, right near the Mile Strip uh, Bridge. That, that well, and you think about this. I mean, we've we've talked about this before too. I mean, you've, you, you, there's the CSX track, so there's mm-hmm. there's these railways that uh, that all kinds of hazardous materials travel on, including bomb trains. Yep, bomb trains. And, and nobody checks in with the Seneca Nation. Say, oh, by the way, we've got some hazardous material going nope. through your territory. The Senecas have no idea 
what is traveling through the territories, neither on the, the rail, on the interstate, you know, 86 or, uh, or 90, or on the, the, the other highways, 5 and 20. There's all kinds of stuff that crosses through the, through the territory. And, well, yeah, they put those restriction signs up um, in, on some of the highways, but I don't think anybody's really enforcing the thing. And, and if it's only a weight issue, I mean, there should be a hazardous material issue uh, that people should be concerned about. But, I mean, Tom Reed is trying to turn this into something else. You know, he's trying to score political points. And maybe he's even trying to score them with the Senecas. But I'll tell you, and I know Ricky's way, Ricky uh, Armstrong has weighed in on this thing, and, uh, and I think his comments were, were valid. But I don't think that any of us, and, and I'm not speaking for Senecas, but uh, I, don't think, I don't think the people who live here should be really pushing to um, the state for the state to fix the roads. Let, you know, to me... It's, it's a reflection more on the governor and on the state than it is on the Seneca Nation. I mean, nobody expects the Senecas to fix that road. And the only way the Senecas would fix the road is if, if, they, if they reclaimed at least some access to it. And there's talk about the Senecas possibly putting up a, a service station. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, even on the median, there's one section where the road gets wide enough. They can put one of those ones in the middle. Um, obviously, Eric White rattled everybody's cages because he looked like he was bulldozing an entrance or an exit ramp uh, going onto his land by Big Indian. Um but the, I mean, the Senecas, they look. They they sent in their notices to the state, and they said, "You know, you owe us, you know, three hundred seventy nine million dollars in, uh, in 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 back tolls for, uh, you know, for the highways for the cars that cross, or the vehicles that cross our our." Well, that was territory. a while ago. That's yeah. probably higher than that. Yeah, now. I think they got a sign up that actually has a has a listed. But that, but again, that that should be a um, uh, one of those tote boards, <laughs> yeah, board that keeps keeps going up, right? So I mean. Look, I mean, yeah, we've got the we've got the map behind us here. So there, there you go. I mean, you look at this. It's not a big section of highway, but it's a critical section of highway. But you know, look, and and this to anybody listening, if you're non-native and you travel throughway and you think it's an inconvenience, just get off, get off the throughway. I mean, you can take Route 20 and cut through the Seneca territory. Looking, you can stop and you can grab a bite to eat at one of the restaurants. You can stop at one of the stores. You can, you know, the the road's in much better shape. <laughs> and you can just get on the next exit. Save yourself fifty cents or whatever it is. But but uh, but and you know and that's good for our economy. If I go back to the to the good old days when we used to shut roads down, remember that <laughs> time when the roads were shut down and everybody had to divert through and. Yep. Uh, uh, Man, all we every, heard from all the businesses of how great business was. Everybody had coolers by the road selling pop and water and <laughs> yeah chips. <laughs> but I mean, I know Tom Reed's trying to score points. I mean, he's a Republican uh, congressman. And he's trying to take shots at a at a big name governor in uh, in Andrew Cuomo, uh, but you know what? Look, I'd rather see Andrew Cuomo investigated for extortion uh, of of gaming revenue than uh, whether yeah. he fixes the the highway or not. And and again, it'll it'll all tie in. It'll <laughs> well, all tie in. And and it is tied in. And you know why it's tied in? Racism. And that's what I said in my in my promo here. There's no question that that there's a uh, there's a racism factor here because. I mean, even, even getting back to the, the issue with uh, with our commerce being interfered with, you know, and, and talk about Eric White uh, getting a truck pulled over, uh, hauling a native product, native to native ter- uh, commerce. Uh, he's a native company. There's a reason. the The only reason that they're, they're uh, you know that they're they're doing this is because they're <laughs> trying to assert that we are any different than uh, than a New Yorker. That once we leave our territory, that we're not native anymore. So. They're trying to eliminate this—the very idea that we are distinct. I mean, even when I, when you and you and I made the trip, we, we talked to George Maziar's and Tim Kennedy's office, and um, and we, and we got them to to 
endorse and sign a letter or write a letter to the uh, the, the revenue commissioner, the, the New York State Department of Taxation and Finance Commissioner, Tom Maddox, saying, look, it's our position that uh, New York State doesn't have the right to interfere with native to native trade. So that's those are the legislators. That's a Republican and a, a Democratic New York State senator who write a letter to the to Cuomo's tax commissioner saying, we need to know what the, what the state's policy on this stuff. And the, and, the fa- and the fact of the matter is, they won't acknowledge that we are a distinct people. Th- that inherently is racist. If you can't recognize, but, and, and don't give me this, oh, I don't see color, I don't see race. Yes, you do. <laughs> and, but you don't want to acknowledge that we have any distinct rights and any rights to do in our own commerce. Oh, let's face it. The state's position is they have a right to tax all the sales on, on this territory except for what goes to Seneca's. So they even, they even, even believe that if I go into a smoke shop, because I'm not Seneca, yep. if I buy a carton of cigarettes, that, um, that they have a right to collect tax on that. I mean, that's the state's position. They don't recognize in the slightest our distinction, the distinctness of our, of our, even of our territories, really. Now, and of course, they don't come in and enforce these laws because they know that it would be a mess to do so. But they still won't concede that those laws don't apply on our territories. They're just, they're just not, uh, not enforceable. So that kind of racism, which lies at the foundation of the attitudes of, of people like Andrew Cuomo, enables him to ha- take, take this position on not only the gaming issue, which, and there's no question that their so-called exclusivity is, is non-existent. I mean, they, they've got casinos, they've got racinos, they've got all kinds of gaming happening within the Seneca Nation's exclusivity zone. In fact, they've done all the gaming they could legally do within their state law, even in, in the, the so-called exclusivity zone, and still got paid a billion and a half dollars. And then they want another billion dollars on top of it. So that's, I mean, that's not just exploitation, that's extortion. And now you got the governor tying that to his refusal to, to uh, I mean, to, to patch their road, not our road, their road that the Senecas gave them <clears throat> and when I say gave for seventy thousand dollars, <throat> excuse me, it was a gift. I, I just want to make the point too that this isn't the first time that he's done this. Oh, he did it on the bridges, right? We did it on the bridges, and we did have a, a stage setup that we were going to shut the road down. Nobody actually really went on the throughway to shut it down, but they understood that there was the possibility that we were going to shut it down. Well, and, and, and let's was, talk about let's talk about what the, the conditions of those bridges. Yeah, oh, those bridges were awful. There were chunks of I, concrete and steel falling on vehicles. If you drove underneath, what well, was the Milestone Bridge? Both, yeah, the four thirty eight bridge, yep. and was just those two, those two. Both right? of them, yeah. But, and there was so much stuff falling on the bottom side of that. They're they're literally propping these bridges up with planks. They had planks underneath planks. to keep the the concrete under a concrete down. steel bridge. They they were they were propping it up with planks. Now when we uh, demolished the bridges, I. I had, you were on I, that job, right? I, had, I was on there with a knocker hitting them, and you didn't hardly had to hit, hit the concrete that hard to get it. That's how bad those bridges and I, how dangerous that yep. was. And and Cuomo actually got slapped pretty good by uh, mm-hmm. it was the Obama administration, right? Uh, was well, it Patterson? I, I'm not sure. It was a, I remember the transportation director was out at Evangola State Park just a few weeks after that, and that's when she made the announcement that they were going to repair the bridges. Oh, I, I, it was definitely Cuomo because I remember because Cuomo had to, had a big issue with Rob Porter. Remember yeah. How, yeah, how how much animosity there was. So, and I think it was the, the federal government, the Obama administration, literally had to kind of slap Cuomo down. And say, look, you you can't. We're giving you highway funds to fix to fix these very yeah, bridges. It wasn't state money, and you're and you're not using it. 
And, you know, and I guess that's kind of what Tom Reed's trying to raise the issue here. But for us, it was it was one thing for them not to fix the bridges that allow us to cross the throughway because those roads we did use. But as far as the throughway is concerned, I'll fix it. Let it keep going to crap. But but, but but just remember, it's dangerous. And at some point, just like riding under those bridges was dangerous, there are so many chunks of asphalt that are coming loose on that road. And the um, ironic part is, do you remember, I mean, what were some of the fines? Remember the fines that they tried to assess? When when uh, we were burning tires on the throughway for road damage, they, they were trying no. to hit people with, <laughs> with these ridiculous. Well, they weren't that bad. They, they, weren't, they weren't as bad as they are right now. Yeah. These things are in worse condition because of Cuomo. He should be sued for damage to the yeah. highway because of his own negligence. You know that we don't necessarily had to shut the the throughway down completely. How about weight restrictions on the bridge so that we can keep the semis off. I mean, the vehicle traffic, I mean, it's going to be a little rough on suspension, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're concerned about their bridges and their, their weight capacity, that's what thing I should... Yeah, and, and I you know, I don't even have an idea. I never, I'm, frankly, I didn't even consider the fact that so much of that, that section of the throughway is, is a bridge Yeah, because of the, the Cataraugus yep. Creek and that kind of stuff. That, I'm that, just looking at the, at the basic condition of the asphalt, but you're no, right. I, I mean, my, my concern is the bridge. Yeah, and, and that'd, it, be, that'd be a hell of a plunge for a vehicle to take. Yeah, weight restriction. You know, and you know, maybe that's a, maybe like last time we should get maybe we should crawl under there and take some pictures. And well, because, I, that's what I was asking. Who's got a drone? Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. To me, the biggest thing we should be doing is doing a publicity um, campaign to inform the people exactly what the conditions of the roads are, what the, what the bridge looks like underneath, what they're traveling across, what these vehicle the truck traffic is going across. Just so they got an idea. Just so they don't think that we're just doing this as a uh, political posture. You know, um, in the well, sense and, we are. And, but... and again, between you and I, we don't care if they fix the bridge. We just don't want to see anybody get hurt. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Educate the people so that they know. That That's our best uh, best thing that we can do. I mean, it's funny because a lot of circumstances associated with the whole interstate system was how badly they hurt local economies. And And frankly, we never had an economy to damage before, but we do now. Frankly, we're going to do much better if they if that that section of the of the throughway becomes less traveled or and and as it, at the rate it's going, it's going to be um, uh, impassable. I mean, because it is really getting that bad. Like I said, this was the throughway is a sixty five mile an hour highway, and they've got it. They've got warning signs slowing you down to forty five miles an hour on the throughway, and it it is it's pretty deplorable. And you know what? The crazy part is if you're driving in from from out west and you you know coming into new york and you're coming into buffalo this is what you see this is what west, what you see of western new york you see an absolute and the crazy part is not only you're seeing an absolute horrendous highway but you're paying tolls to travel on it that's that's the part that's bizarre i just seen a thing too that um the 90 is one of the top 10 worst uh interstates in the country in, that, in general yeah and, and the worst and the worst section of 90 is uh, yeah. I mean, they give it like a poor rating or something yeah. like that. Well, I I fair rating that. or something like that. And, and it's crazy because, I mean, it, it, it generates a, a lot of revenue. There's a lot of vehicles that travel on that on that highway. And so the idea that people will literally pay to travel on a highway that's almost impassable is, you know, is absurd all on its own. But but you're right. I, I think the, the main reason for documenting the bad condition of the highway and, and, and you know, Tom Reed should have taken this message. He should have given the message to his constituency, don't travel the thruway. Stop traveling the thruway. Not only, you know, yeah, take your shots at, at Cuomo if you want to, but but really, if, if, if Tom Reed wanted to be responsible, he would be telling his constituency not to not to travel the thruway. 
get get off in Silver Creek if you're heading uh, if you're heading east. Get off in Indian Grove if you're heading west, and then you know, you know just skip that section because your governor is is making that is making that highway um, untravelable, and it, um, and it's dangerous. I mean, like I said, it's it's really there really is a potential for for not only the asphalt to kick up and and cause all kinds of problems, but but if, if the asphalt's in that bad of shape, you can only imagine how bad of shape the the bridge is. But you're right. We should we should get some photos, and and I do know a couple of people who've got uh, got some drones. Maybe we'll, we'll fly them around, get some videos. Maybe we got boats and something we can take a you know, cruise underneath. I know that they we're not experts, engineers as uh, structural engineering and stuff, but you can yeah see, big chunks of concrete yeah, and metal falling off a yeah. bridge. Yeah, it doesn't. Take you a, can see deterioration yeah. and, and corrosion. Well, and like you said, we saw the condition of the two bridges that went over the throughway mm-hmm. uh, and how those bad we got, they got those we got pictures of, and and then. And you were involved in the demolition of at least mm-hmm. one of them, or both, both of, them, of them. Both of them. So you saw firsthand when it came down, it came down to taking these things apart, mm-hmm. just how bad they were. I mean, you you well, have they, a special insight to that. They were built in what fifty five, I believe, yeah. or fifty four, fifty five, somewhere around there. It's when the throughway opened, and an average lifespan of a bridge is fifty years, or that's that's around the general mm-hmm. age of a bridge, and that. That was past that by ten years. Yeah, and and this is an area that you know a lot of salt gets put on, put on the roads because of well, it's Buffalo. But I mean, it, it the whole history of the throughway is a debacle as far as the Senecas go. I mean, the Senecas um, were really, really um, coerced um, and and taken advantage of on the throughway. They literally got paid seventy thousand dollars for uh, for a highway that has now collected tolls for you know. For you know, for sixty years, I mean, and it wasn't even supposed to be a toll road for that long. And the worst part about it is, we were never. You, th- there's actually language in various treaties that that, that suggests we should never be um, charged tolls for, you know, once we've given up, uh, given up land for for these roads. We weren't supposed to be charged tolls, and yet we get we get charged tolls. Except for Willie, Willie's the only person who doesn't get charged tolls. Uh, but <laughs> and I applaud him. And more people should do it. I mean, uh, yep. you know, and of course. There, there's you know, there's always a risk that goes with it, and you have to take on take on that challenge. But the reality well, the, is, if we it's it's like when you when you get down to a fight, when you get into court, and you say you got to you got to document to me what gives you the right to charge me at all. And if you put if you put it on the state jurisdiction issues, um, um, the any language of any agreement, any consent, they can never they can't ever come up with it. Well, they never made it good on their um, promises or the, the language in the. Uh... 86? Oh, yeah. 86. Because they were, we were supposed to have free registration for the vehicles. And oh, that- even more than that. They were actually going to... The, the state promised um, that they would work diligently to, um, to recognize Seneca licenses. So Senecas would issue their own plates and their own licenses. I mean, Oneida does it and, in Wisconsin. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, so, I mean... And the thing about and the thing about the throughway in particular... There's there there's pretty good evidence from from correspondence and stuff that the negotiators on the part of the state were laughing at the Senecas. They made light of the fact that they that they screwed the Senecas so bad. I mean, they they joked about yeah they wanted to come in here and they wanted to charge us more. We got you know we we got this for seventy thousand dollars and then they said they wanted a, a piece of the tolls and we told them no. So they all just agreed and walked out of the room. I mean it's like they they, they joked about how e what pushovers the Senecas were. And you know what look. We are in a different time now. We have gotten our sense sense of empowerment back. 
And we are willing to stand up and fight for issues. We're educated. And, yeah, you know, we certainly we certainly <laughs> understand contract law. We understand, you know, uh, our treaty language. We understand uh, again the the corruptness of of the state government and federal government as well. But hey, we're at the bottom of the hour, so we'll, we'll take a break and uh, come back. We want to get on this a little bit more. I think people really have to think about what is the best strategy, and we'll talk a little bit more about strategy when we come back. This is John King with Matt Hill. This is Let's Talk Native. left 
Let's talk native, and uh, I want to thank you for listening, and I want to thank my sponsors for uh, helping us get this on the air here. I want to thank Ross and Holly John and the RJE family of businesses. I want to thank e, uh, Eric White and ERW Enterprises, and uh, I've got a couple other sponsors, some some more anonymous uh, that uh, that help us out with the program. And I want to thank all of you who su- you know support the show on a on a weekly or monthly basis because that's how we we get to do what we do here. Um, look, we are talking about um, uh, the throughway. We're talking about, you know, what's now turned into a, even more of a debacle because now you got the governor claiming that uh, he won't fix the throughway because of gaming revenue. Two completely unrelated things, really. But it, it raises an interesting point because if the arbitrators who ruled in Cuomo's favor on revenue sharing took the position, and this is what they said in part of the ruling, they said if the Senecas don't pay then they're getting something for nothing. Well, for one thing, they ain't getting much for anything. I mean, they, they aren't getting much in the way of exclusivity. But if that's the logic then, then what the hell are the Senecas getting out of the throughway? Because the state's getting access through three miles, prime miles of, uh, of Seneca territory for nothing. They paid $70,000, you know, 60 years ago. Oh, right. that, and 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 they want to charge us tolls when we travel a section of the, of the throughway. So, I mean, we're they've probably made that they've probably made that seventy thousand dollars back easy just off of Seneca's. Yeah. So Seneca's, I, this is a, somebody ought to cal- do this calculation. <laughs> Seneca's are probably paid. We need a way more than seventy thousand dollars back to the state than uh, than what they got for the for the throughway access in the first place, and and that's just wrong. So. If you're going to use the, this this logic that these arbitrators said, well, it would be absolutely wrong for the Senecas to get something for nothing. Well, what the hell is the state getting? They've been they've been raking in the dollars, and I don't mean just off of tolls. I, I got to get back to the, to the other issue, which is the fact that their commerce is allowed unfettered access through Seneca territory, Interstate 86, uh, Interstate 90, the um, rail lines, the rail lines five and twenty. They got pipelines. They got um, Power lines. Uh, power lines. I mean, look, they have all kinds of access through Seneca territory that we never stop and interfere with, or rarely do, almost never. <laughs> and yet they're going to claim that we don't have the right to, to have even native to native commerce. We're not talking about selling something in Buffalo or selling something in Albany or New York City. We're talking about going just doing native to native commerce. So the idea that the state has been raking in billions of dollars of, 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 of commerce not just off the thruway, off the tolls, I mean, but off of the actual commerce. I mean, there's employment. Look, this is the gateway to the you know uh, you know to, to the west from here. There's so much commerce that is coming through on uh, on on this stretch of highway in particular, and yet we aren't afforded uh, you know any of that same consideration. Not so I mean, it, that's the part that, that just turks, uh, we're also just, part of the Canada road too that goes oh, through yeah. Fort Erie. Oh yeah, I mean, look. If you want to look at license plates on uh, on the throughway, you're going to find a, a, a good third of them, or twenty percent of them, got to have to be Canadian plates. I mean, there are so many people. I mean, and or out of state plates. I mean, it, this the throughway isn't isn't necessarily you know the local um, road of choice. I mean, and again, I, I've said before, we don't use that section of throughway at all. I mean, to speak of, I mean, hardly at all. 
we you know we if, if we may take the throughway you know into Buffalo, but we don't we're not going to go west to uh, to get on it. So we're not going to catch you know catch it in Irving if we live on the Cattaraugus territory. We're going to head out towards uh you know the Indian Gola exit. So we don't use that section. And in fact, most locals would probably not pay want to pay that toll if they can take Route 20 or five or what any other route. And and that's frankly the message that we should be putting out there loud and clear. Somebody shut Tom Reed up over uh you know over trying to sue to fix the road. Let the road go to hell. I mean, it is. You know, everybody's saying everybody's <laughs> saying shut it down, shut it down. No, we don't need to shut it down. It's doing it itself. <laughs> Ironically, you and I talked. Remember, remember, I had this great idea when we were go, I said, we ought to get a bunch of cars and get on the thruway and we just go back and forth from Irving to um, to Eden Angola, and we'll only drive forty five miles an hour. That'll really piss everybody off. Well, that's what the speed limit's down to. We do, we don't have to do it. They're down to forty five miles an hour yeah. now. I mean, uh, again, and so what does Tom Reed do? He actually takes his car. And drives that section of throughway and puts it all up in the on the internet just to show how bad it really is. And, and it is it is pretty bad. I mean, I, I well, it's not potholes it. anymore. They did such a poor job of doing the patching. The patches are yeah, just the patches are all gone. Opposite now, of yeah. the potholes now. Yeah, yeah, the potholes are the smoother part. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's the chunks of loose asphalt that that are yeah. the problem. But like you know, Matt, you make a, a really good point. The the bigger concern should be the condition of that bridge because if the road is that bad, you can imagine. How bad the bridge has to be, and and you know, and, and I guess this is again uh, something that that somebody's going to have to take it upon. The, look, everybody's got four wheelers here. Somebody should get down there and shoot some video. So if you're listening to this this show and you live on the Cattaraugus territory, get underneath there, take some pictures, and you know, I know a few people have some drones. Get some good pictures. Uh, Borrow a bullet. And and again, the, <laughs> the reason to do this isn't necessarily, and I, and I'm not saying let's push the governor to fix the fix the throughway. Frankly, I don't care if it's fixed yeah. or not. I mean, in fact, I'd rather if, it not be fixed. If you're going to be filming it or whatever, stay out from under it. Yeah, don't don't get hit by anything. Don't get going to go underneath it. But I mean, the whole the main reason for checking this stuff out and and for um, advertising the the this poor condition of the of the throughway is not necessarily to get it fixed, but to tell people not to travel it. I mean, and and that should be the message. Like I said, I'd love to see two bill uh, billboards put up there. And you know, it's funny. I I go back to remember when. When Bloomberg in New York City, you know, Cowboy that, that, up. yeah, this guy who's now claiming to be, you know, anti-gun, you know, uh, anti-Second Amendment guy, <laughs> yeah. he Wanted literally to give it to a blind guy. He tells a blind guy, <laughs> the, the blind governor, get your shotgun and go stand up on the throughway and tell the Senecas who's the boss and who's the who's the new marshal in town. That's that's the the. I mean, it doesn't matter if they're Republicans. It doesn't matter if they're if they're Democrats. And these are all Democrats. I mean. I mean, I don't know. Bloomberg may not have been. He's a Democrat now, I guess, but he might have been a Republican then. I don't know. But but he's telling a Democratic governor who can't even, who's legally blind to grab a shotgun, to grab a, a weapon and and threaten Senecas with it. I mean, it's literally what what, what, what Bloomberg, what Mike Bloomberg was, was suggesting on, on the throughway. Well, look, you better be careful where you stand on the throughway because you might fall through. I mean, it, it is it is really absurd that we can experience this level of racism and and the idea that that the governor will will is willing to publicly say no we're going to let the road continue to uh deteriorate because we don't want them uh uh we're angry with the senecas you know so and and the, the idea and this is how illogical this is that he thinks that this is some sort, sort of strong arm tactic that he's going to pressure the senecas into paying by not fixing the throughway uh, newsflash governor 
it's not our road. <laughs> we don't care if you fix it or not. I mean, in fact, if you don't fix it, we get more business. So let it so go. So how are you, are you understanding how that works with the New York State Thruway Authority? Because it's not New York State's road, from yeah, but, what but, I understand. But it's a quasi. Well, it is still a New York State road. I mean, the the, the Thruway Authority is still a, a state. It's a it's a quasi state agency. Put it that way. So because I thought it was privately owned. No, but, it's not. It's it's a, it's a it's a public um um uh, uh, entity. entity. It, well, it's, it's kind of like the um, uh, the ones that do the power out of Niagara Falls or the uh, um, New York Power New York Power Authority. Oh yeah. See that's those are quasi you know state agencies. And that's so, what I was I couldn't understand because I I was understanding because I know that when they built it, New York State didn't really have the money to do the interstate uh, to buy into the interstate system, and so there was a group of investors from New York City that put the money up for the and it, and it probably turned out to be like bonds that they actually bought so you know it wasn't it wasn't a an investment because in a, in a private corporation. Uh, i know that there's a, a gentleman that was a big uh hang on oh yeah he was the head of yeah i mean just like the power authority and new york state uh, uh three authority they do have some howard who's milstein the head. Um, oh milstein well, yeah yeah he, he was, he's yeah, yeah he's he, like uh the chairman or whatever yeah. of the power or new york state three authority yeah yeah well, and and again, these yeah, that he's one of the wealthiest guys in Western New York, one of the big Niagara Falls big shots. But uh, but you know, and and you know, the crazy part is the Senecas you know, really could assert their right to and not just put a toll booth up. I mean, yeah, I mean, you could do that, but they they certainly could um, uh, create an access and and put a you know put a rest area and put a uh, a service uh, area there. Um, either on one side or the other, or, or even in the median, there there is a section on the on the the northernmost part of the throughway where where the median gets wide enough that you could put a ramp, um, so you build one area that you get both uh, east west or north south uh, bound traffic, um, and you know, and the Senecas would do well to do that. I mean, let's face it, uh, those throughway rest areas charge a fortune for everything i mean and the senecas obviously can sell cheap gas and tobacco products the crazy <laughs> part one of the other uh, ones that i loved was um you remember when when uh cuomo was suggesting that they could use the rest areas to sell tax-free booze oh yeah like uh, yeah. duty freeze <laughs> so here you know here's this guy who's who's trying to wage war against us for selling cigarettes without new york state tax on, on our territory and he wants to use the thoroughfares of the thruway and other places to sell tax-free booze. Like, booze and driving don't have a problem together. There's no problem there whatsoever. Six convenient locations on the 90 that you can... Yeah, I mean, I, in way. fact, I, I had somebody who was working on a cartoon at one time. It was going to show uh, one scene where they're they're cutting the ribbon of these tax-free alcohol uh, stores on the on the thruway, and the next scene has the uh, you know, New York State SWAT team SWAT, uh, surrounding a, oh, yeah. a, native, a native... Get them on both shop. sides? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying is, you know, it shows the just the the complete disconnect between the governor's attitude towards tax-free sales of tobacco that we do and what tax-free sales of booze that he wanted to do. I mean, it's again, we can argue which vice is worse, but there's no question that they're both vices. And and I will say that smoking and driving doesn't have as big a problem as drinking and driving does. I mean, at least as, as far as I understand. But uh, no, I, I. But I think it, it really is important that that people really understand that you know if you're if you're the non-native public out there, if you think that the governor is somehow you know playing his hand well against Senecas, again, the the Senecas aren't hurt by the throughway going to crap. 
It's everybody else who's got to travel. And in fact, m- many of you locals in the, around us here don't travel that section of the thruway that much. But you know, the, you know, the, the, for the people who are coming into the state, uh, and the, for the people who are con- using that that those this highway system for their commerce and for their work and that kind of stuff, man, you, you're the one being punished by the by the governor, you know, of the state of New York. And if you're coming from out of state, just know. That when you come through the, the section of the New York State through that crosses Seneca land, that mess that you're driving through is completely on the governor of the state of New York. That's that's Andrew Cuomo's uh, mess right there. I mean, and and again, I I think um, one of the, in some of the dialogue that we've been having on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that, I I think we do have to have level heads and we have to make sure that we don't that we don't overplay this thing either. I mean, yeah. frankly, the the state is the one that's overplaying this thing because they're letting a, a highway get to the point where it's unsafe to travel on. And we don't have to fix that. And, and in fact, we're probably, we probably benefit from the throughway going, going bad. So I think we have to be careful on, on how we play this thing. But I, I think the bigger point to be made here is that, that the, the road is increasingly becoming unsafe and that our message to, to anybody, any traveler, whether they're our friends and neighbors or whether they're, they're passers-by, um, that's a section of the throughway that you might be better off skipping and, and jumping on the Route 20. So we can't forget, too, that this isn't just 90. The 86 is just as bad on the Allegheny section. Well, it, well if, do you remember what happened in 86? Well, I know that the, the big section was washed out, and they also the DOT guys said that there's actual... Like the trailer wheels from semis? Yeah. Have the whole in? dual wheels, no, they, they broke off and rolled into the weeds and they pulled they had more than once and they they had one set that was way out too far they couldn't get it with the hook so it's, it was still out there for the longest time I don't know if they got it yet but they're, the the wheels actually go over the bank and Jeez. so it, that, that's how bad they were but that was like two years ago but yeah but it was a couple of years ago that a 300 foot section of the uh, of Interstate 86 on Seneca Territory fell off Dropped out the whole dropped into one, the river. Uh, two lanes and and was on the westbound lane. The uh, the outside lane dropped off. It fell into the river or off the bank anyway. I mean, it's that's how bad the state and 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 again, there are federal funds involved that that uh, um, Governor Cuomo is redirecting to other areas. So you see all the highway work being done in some sections and other places that are completely neglected. The roads are always nice in Albany. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 they're certainly are nicer there. But, I mean, you can tell where the political favors are being paid and where they're not. And, and again, you know, when, you, when you consider what the, the, what the governor's language is, he is clearly trying to punish Seneca's unsuccessfully, at least as far as the throughway is concerned. We do use the uh, 86, Interstate 86. We, we have to because they shut down the the other road, the yep. alternative uh, Route 17. Um, when they flooded on the they, Yeah, so they, they destroyed <laughs> that road, so we don't have any choice uh, but to use uh, what is now considered Interstate 86. But, but yeah, that road was, I mean, some of the holes and the potholes in that thing over the years were, I mean, were so bad, you could literally blow a tire, you know, hitting, hitting those potholes. That's how bad it was. And you know, so there's that. There's Interstate 86. City, City of Salamanca. I know that's also getting scrutiny for uh, having such poor conditions down there. Without, I mean, I, I've been working down there over the summer, and but just till like the last couple of weeks, a crew came through and and patched up most of the roads. But it was pretty rough down there. It's still a lot pretty rough in some places down there. Yeah, yeah. But they're putting lines over, so I guess. 
Yeah, yeah, paint lines around the hole. So yeah, I I saw in one one city that people were using the potholes and they were putting planters, turning them into yep. planters, or planting yep. uh, like trees in them. Yeah. Oh, and, birthdays, and a, birthday cake. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. But you know, again, I I think it's important that you know as people get incensed, I guess, or or pissed off about the governor's comments, and you know, just remember. If he makes it through, he go to go to crap. That's not a bad thing for us, you know. Uh, and it's a reflection. It's more of a reflection on him and the state than it certainly is on uh, on the Seneca Nation. And the idea that he's trying to leverage, you know, letting the throughway go to crap. I um, mean, the way he is as as some sort of pressure for the Senecas to pay, you know, for this. He's this not making revenue. us look bad. What's that? He's not making us look bad. No, I mean, it, it actually makes him look kind of pitiful and pathetic. I mean. Uh, and you know, I know he doesn't like the whole. I mean, he and his brother don't like the whole um, mafia, you know, uh, <laughs> organized crime, you know, stuff. But governor, I, I don't blame you for ta- being offended by you know Italian people being characterized that way. But if you don't want to be characterized that that way, then stop trying to be a bully. Stop trying to be a strong arm, and stop trying extortion. If you don't want to be compared to, to some you know pathetic you know I don't know you know comedy central version of the mafia then stop acting that way stop acting like a racist and stop acting like a moron i mean there's already a moron in the white house you know it's bad it's bad enough there's one there you don't have to you know try to you know keep pace i mean you're not running for president or anything yet yet (laughs) so i don't know Uh, i think that we have to be logical and i think we have to be smart about how we play this and i think some of the conversations and there's a lot of great conversations taking place on facebook and but um, and on Twitter, and you know, and I just I, I just caution the news because sometimes they can get you know, man, they can get carried away with this stuff. I mean, they can bite right into that and, and make the story bigger. Well, and and they can they can conflate the two issues that uh, you know the, the gaming revenue and, and the throwaway issue. I mean, I don't understand why the the media doesn't hold these people accountable. I mean, I, it's it's kind of like going back to the gaming revenue thing. I mean, I don't know how many times that, that I would see somebody write something that said, well, the Seneca's view is that there's no language in the compact that says anything about paying past four, uh, 14 years. What do you mean the Seneca's view? Look at the freaking compact. Read it yourself. Yep. Don't say that's the Seneca's view. You as a reporter can say, having inspected the, the compact, the Seneca's are correct. There's there's no language. It's available I, online as a yeah, PDF. Yeah, I mean, so when I hear people... And they try to mince their words, like, oh, yeah, the Seneca's got this twisted way of looking at things. No, it's called English language that you guys wrote. You know, and, and so, I mean, and that's where the, the media kind of gets this thing screwed up. I mean, I say the same thing about, you know, all of this, you know, again, these people being enamored by Ruth Bader Ginsburg coming to, uh, you know, coming to Western New York and all that other stuff. I mean, the media was all over this thing. But, yeah, you know, you can't always make everybody into a champion. You know, you have to be able to hold people accountable. So while we're trying to hold, you know, Cuomo accountable, we're, look, we want to hold people like Ginsburg uh, accountable for some of her rulings. And 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 again, can't say enough about um, her use of the doctrine of discovery in the case against the Oneidas. And I, I, but the but the media doesn't want to ever any uh, doesn't want to play any of that stuff. And and so now Tom Reed is trying to use the media, you know, to make this a you know Republican versus Democrat thing. I don't know. Is, is Tom Reed? What's his position? Is he, is he warning people not to travel this way? Of course, he won't go that far. 
And yet, that's, I mean, if he was really concerned about his, his, his constituents, that's what he would be suggesting. He would, he would be telling his people, do not travel that section of the thruway. Get on, if you're going west, get on into Irving. If you're going east, get on into Eden, Angola. That's, I mean, and that is the message that, you know, that I want to give. But I, and, but I would, you know, this, this should be the, the, the constant message. This should be our drumbeat. You know, don't don't travel the section. Don't travel that section of throughway because it's because it's dangerous and and it's not going to get better. Even if you don't travel it, it's not going to get better. It's still deteriorating uh, day by day. And and of course, we're coming into winter now. I mean, we're going to come you know come into fall and winter. Yeah, even and, more. And, and this is where it's going to get even worse. There's going to be more corrosion. Freezing There's going to be more erosion, more you know, expansion and contraction. There's going to be chunks you know falling everywhere. Uh, you know, the, you're going to have snow plows plowing chunks of asphalt, not just chunks of snow. The fall and winter is not the time to be building a bridge i mean to fix it even yeah so i mean the, the reality is this isn't going to get fixed i mean it's it's too late to even start this project going into this year so the best advice anybody can give at this point is don't travel it i mean and shut down the commercial traffic that's what i say you know and and look we don't have to threaten to shut it down i if the, if the state wanted to be responsible they'd shut it down they'd shut it down or, or maybe reduce it down a little farther make it a 30 mile an hour uh speed zone and you know and that's Really, the recommendations that uh, you know that Seneca leadership and the Seneca people should say: Look, just don't travel it. Just don't travel. It. And and again, local politicians like Tom Reed and and others, they should be. This should be their message. The, the message you want to attack Cuomo, go ahead and attack him. We do it all the time too. But the message to your constituents should be: Just don't travel a section of road. No, nope. it's, it's dangerous. Nothing over class seven. <laughs> well, like I said, have you, even even passenger cars. I mean, the the threat of you know you know a bridge collapse might be less for a passenger car, but it's still just a it's just a bad road to travel. I mean, there's just so much debris and there's so much crap on the road, so much loose asphalt, and I mean, it is the and the shoulders of the road. If you if you had to pull out over there, if you ever had to pull over your car on that section of the way, it would be like. It would be like being in a war zone because every vehicle going by is going to be kicking up gravel at you because there's there's stuff all over the road. And I've been in a situation before where uh, where a car was you know a car had had an accident and they had actually taken out a bunch of that, the gravel that they put up on the side of a, a sidewall, and so it was it was spilled onto the highway. As we're trying to help somebody who was seriously injured, every truck, every car going by was you know you could almost hear it popping you know, pieces <laughs> of rock going flying right by where and that's what it's got to be like so you know the, a couple of things for one thing don't travel the, the that section of the throughway and if you do travel a section don't pull over do not use the shoulder of the road i mean if you got a flat tire drive that thing on the rim until you get to the next exit because you don't, <laughs> don't want to be on the grass side. yeah i mean you, you don't want to be on that section of, of the road and have vehicles passing by because there's going to be an awful lot of debris kicking up uh and that's you know, again this isn't just you know us saying this. You know Tom Reed. You know, take a ride Tom, for yourself and check you it take out. Take a ride and you check it out yourself. But I mean the fact that the the the, the throughway authority has signs up saying rough road travel forty five miles an hour. Uh, that's a pretty good indication that they have been completely derelict in their responsibility. And 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 keep in mind, the Senecas own the land. They they gave them the right to put be, be responsible and put a highway on there. And the state is shirking its responsibility. So this is a complete dereliction on a part of the of the state uh, to 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 provide a safe highway on lands that they were generously given, um, you know, permission to to put that highway through. Um, 
yeah, it, it may be time for the Senecas to seriously consider how it is that they take the land back. And I'm not saying, you know, let's all spill out on this road and shut it down. I don't want to do that favor to, to Andrew Cuomo. Um, let him shut it down with with his own uh, ignorance and um, and irresponsibility. Well, federal, That's what has to be done. Federal transportation people come in and look at it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, if it, it's deemed unsafe, you know that that's that, well, that. and it and it should affect highway funds. I mean, it is the interstate, so there is federal funding that comes in. You know, let you know. Again, I think that's what, I think that's what Tom Reed's getting at. Yeah, because that that was what the uh, lady from transportation secretary. That's what she said before. For the overpasses, the, those bridges were already allocated money to get repaired, and he withheld them. Mm-hmm. That's why he got got yelled at. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. why he got in trouble for that. Yeah. Well, and, and that's that's just it. I mean, there's no other. There's no mincing words here. I mean, if you if you want to witness it, I mean, then be my guest and travel that section of the road. But it is bad. It's as bad as what anybody has said. And in fact, if you travel that section of the road, it's probably worse than you thought it would be. And and again, I I think it's uh, we should do some closer inspection of of that bridge because you know, and, and you're right to to be that that concerned about the bridge because we know how bad the overpass bridges were mm-hmm. so we can only imagine how bad the uh, uh the, those those bridge the bridge that goes over the cataraugus creek and that's and it's it, it's a long bridge it's not just a short bridge over a river that covers the, it, it's a long expansive bridge that goes over uh, yep. that whole marshy area on either side of the the cataraugus creek so look it's we you can only imagine how dangerous and and how um the, the state of disrepair that that bridge has got to be in so this is th- again this is totally on the governor and he's trying to spin this thing and, and play this thing in a, in a way that, you know, is, I mean, we can get into immorality and all that other stuff, but there, there's clearly a racist bent that uh, uh, that Andrew Cuomo has towards the Senecas. And, and the idea that he is actually, you know, again, withholding funds or redirecting funds uh, through a funds to avoid. I mean, look, we, we see all the work they're doing on other sections of this way. And, and it, it, for every section that they fix, it makes this section look even worse. I mean, and and it's not just about appearance; it's reality. The the, the throughway is unsafe, and um, all we can say is don't travel it. All right. Well, that's about wraps it up, folks. So I want to thank Matt for joining me. It's good to have you come in. I know we've been. Yeah, thanks for having me in. Oh, sure, anytime. You, you know, the door is always open. Uh, although we do run later. So sorry about showing up at ten too. But yeah, uh... but yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you, you, you don't need a you don't need an invitation. You can just walk in anytime. But uh, thanks for joining us. This was a great conversation, and I appreciate you participating in it. All right, folks, this is uh, Let's Talk Native for today, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be back here on uh, on Saturday. So, oh, I am in New York on Thursday, so you can check out my show, Let's Talk on WBAI. You can listen to that on watch us on Facebook Live, and you can listen to us on www.wbai.org. This is John K for Let's Talk Native. We'll see you. yourself to blame Every morning when the sun comes up 
You stand in your cage like a little pup You wait for the man to turn the key You step outside to greet I raise a white 